Hi, welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast. I'm Kylie Gable, publisher of Candy Apple Press. I think you're in for a treat today. We have Diane Calloway reading uh, the uh, story that she co-wrote called Feminized by His Fiance. It's a six-part series, and she read um, the first book of those six parts. I'm going to split it up and do the first half today and the second half next week. It's about a guy named Liam who was feminized and tormented by a neighbor girl growing up. And in a chance co- chance meeting, um, he runs into her in a pub when he has his fiance with him. And she immediately hits it off with his former nemesis and is actually kind of amused by the stories of forced feminization from his youth. And one thing leads to another, and before you know it, his wife-to-be is getting really, really humiliating and cruel ideas um, from this girl. In fact, um, it changes the whole course of their marriage. I don't think it's a terribly cruel story, but there are some really cruel parts. I hope you like it, and uh, thanks for listening. We are going to be reading um, His Past Secret, Feminized by His Fiance by Diane Calloway and Claudia Costa. So this is book one, and this one is called Out of His Past. This actually is in a novel form now, so we did complete the whole series and it is up and going. I will be looking down because, you know, we're taking it off my trusty tablet here. So let us begin. Liam was waiting for his fiancée, Shannon Whitaker, to arrive at their favorite bar. They'd been together since college, but Liam finally felt prosperous enough to take the relationship to the next logical step. He was working as a CPA, and while Shannon was still breaking into the interior design, she was going to make it in the next year. Liam was sure of it. Liam waited in their corner and smiled as Shannon sauntered in. There was something about the way her hips moved, confident and sexy, that always grabbed and held Liam. He had ordered her favorite dinner and got them both a specially brewed beer. Leaning in, Shannon let her cool hand hold Liam's strong jaw before kissing him gently. It was their time each week to spend some quality time together and discuss the upcoming wedding. Shannon was telling him all about the caterer she wanted to use. Then the door opened, letting a flood of light into the darkened bar. When the door shut, time stopped for Liam. He could not believe who was standing there. Liam felt cold and hot at the same time. It was Amelia Abassi, and she looked just as she did in his nightmares. Shannon reached across the table, asking Liam what was wrong. It took Shannon tapping him on the arm before her words infiltrated his trance. Liam took a few seconds to gather his thoughts before he nervously smiled at Shannon. Shannon turned around and saw that he was staring at a woman, a beautiful woman. Though Shannon had never been jealous, Liam could tell there was a flash of that coming on her face. 
Liam leaned in, explaining his soon-to-be wife that the woman was Amelia Abassi, that they had been neighbors to each other as children. It was hard for him to say this out loud, but he had been very unkind to her. Amelia's mother was from Pakistan and the only person living on the block from that area. It made Amelia an easy target for the children on the block. For years, she took their abuse, and then it was like one day she woke up and decided to teach Liam a lesson. She sought him out and made it her mission to torment him in creative ways. Shannon asked him, what kind of things would you do to her, Liam? Liam wanted to avoid talking about it. He did not like the person he had been back then, but he knew her well enough to know that was not an option. Liam told her how they would have pretend bombs in her locker. Nothing that would get them in trouble, just little rakes made out of toilet papers and pipe cleaners. One time during a dance, they had taken a black sheet, cut eye holes in it, and made Amelia wear it. Shannon was horrified, asking in a shaky voice, was that as bad as it got? Liam was not generally an overly emotional person, but sitting there in front of the woman he loved and sharing these shameful past events brought tears to his eyes. Liam looked down at the table as it took him a moment to compose himself before allowing his eyes to meet her gaze. He took a deep breath and slowly exhaled. He knew he had to tell the truth, but it was so hard. The worst time when he was when he and the boys got drunk on a bottle of vodka and found a couple of cans of spray paint in one of their father's garages. They tagged her house with all kinds of profanity. Mrs. Abbasi did not call the cops. Instead, she called the families together. They had a huge meeting and decided the best course of action was to make the boys clean up the mess. Amelia's personality changed after that. Somehow she grew stronger emotionally. Liam would have liked to blame all the other boys, but in the end, he was the ringleader and Amelia never forgot that. Liam told Shannon that like a lot of boys his age, his hair was long and thick. It was the age of hair bands, and his hair reached the top of his butt when it was not put up. Shannon laughed at this. Liam couldn't help but laugh as well. These days, he was completely clean-shaven with a short professional haircut. Amelia decided to feminize him. He didn't know why. It started small. After the families met, his parents agreed that he would be at the Abbasi's house every Saturday to cut their grass, clean out the gutters, or whatever else Mrs. Abbasi required of him. On one particular Saturday, her mother had to work overtime, so it was just him and Amelia. After the big meeting, Liam knew better than to do anything that might possibly jeopardize the little bit of freedom he still had. When Amelia brought out a new pair of nail polish, he didn't think much of it. All the teenage girls were getting similar shades. They were sitting out by the pool on a sunny afternoon. Inside, the house all was quiet and he wanted to be nice to Amelia. 
At first, when she just handed him the bottle of hot pink polish, he took it without even thinking. Amelia took his picture, and it seemed like a joke at the time. Then she explained she wanted him to try on it on, but just one nail. Shannon leaned in and asked what the name of the color was with a twinkle in her eye. Liam answered without even thinking, pink perfection. Shannon burst out laughing. She tried to control her outburst, but she just couldn't. Liam looked startled by her reaction. Shannon calmed down and motioned for him to continue. That one act of kindness was the way Amelia got him to do so much more. She would put him into situations then guilt him into something even crazier. The next day, Amelia handed him copies of the pictures she took. She had brought them to the local drugstore and had them printed in triplets, she told him. She demanded he come over after practice every day or she would let his teammates know that he adored bright pink nail polish. Liam sat in front of Shannon and rubbed his index finger on his right hand. He did not catch it. But Shannon guessed that was the finger Amelia had painted that very first day. Liam explained that he should have stood his ground and taken the teasing that the fingernail polish would have brought him. He did not realize at the time and could not have ever imagined that Amelia would have forced the situation as far as it ended up going. Shannon reached across the table and touched Liam's hand, told him, go on baby, I want to hear it all. That afternoon, Shannon went straight to Amelia's house and he was hoping her mother would be there. Things were so much more pleasant when she was. Amelia met him at the door with a smile on her face that even now caused a shiver to run up his spine. The details of that evening even after all these years had not faded from his memory. Taking a sip of his beer, it took Liam a bit of time to articulate how he wanted to explain this to Shannon. After he got into the house, Amelia explained it would be the two of them all evening. She went on to tell him that she'd advised his parents he would be helping with an in-depth project for, his for her mother. He felt betrayed even, by, even to this day by how excited his mother had reacted to the time he had spent with the Abbasi family, which was often just Amelia. After all the stupid things he had done, there was no way he could have complained. As he was standing there in the middle of the living room, trying to think of a way to get out of being there, Amelia produced a large bag of makeup. Shannon burst out laughing before Liam had a chance to explain. This time, Liam just went on with his story, but she, he was starting to wonder just how much sympathy she had for him. Shannon took a sip of her beer before asking him in a sweet voice, baby, tell me everything that was in the bag. Really? Liam asked, and Shannon gave him a wink. That was the only answer he needed. Returning to his story, Liam went on explaining that he took the bag from Amelia. It was one of those brown paper bags with jute handles. 
opening it up the first thing inside, produced a small bottle with brownish liquid in it. At the time, he didn't know what it was, but he now knew it was foundation. He placed it on the huge wooden table that separated the living room from the kitchen area of the house. There was more in the bag though, and before the, week, the evening was over, women's makeup and all aspects of it intimidated him. Shannon interrupted him. Wow, baby, that is why you always know what I need when I run out of something. I always thought you just paid attention to me, but it was because of Amelia all this time. Liam slowly nodded his head and felt his face flush. He explained that Amelia had brought, bought him all the necessities. There was black eyeliner, black mascara, a dark red lip liner, a dark cherry lipstick, and blue-gray smoky eyeshadow. Shannon asked him, what about blush? Liam responded without hesitation, of course. With that, Liam, Shannon laughed again. Liam, I am sorry, hun, but there is no excuse for her bullying you like she did. Liam went on to tell Shannon how he gathered up all the makeup and shoved it back in the bag and threw it at Amelia. He had planned on storming out, but Amelia said, not so fast, pretty boy. If you walk out that door, everyone will know how much you enjoyed painting your nails and that bright girly color, no less. As she spoke, he was halfway to the door. When he froze and slowly turned around, she knew she had him. Liam argued, that's not true. While he hoped no one would believe her, he was starting to have doubts about that. So, in the end, Liam knew his guy friends would never understand, and he couldn't take the risk of them ever finding out. Smirking, Amelia handed him the makeup bag, and he submissively took it back. He looked down as he followed her into the bathroom. Amelia's mom had the house remodeled after the two women moved in, and Liam was less than thrilled to see the whole bathroom design focused on putting on makeup. Sitting down in front of a highly lit lighted mirror was a turning point for him. It started a chain of events that changed everything for Liam. Amelia started by applying the foundation. She paused to tease Liam about his lack of facial hair at the time. She giggled as she explained, don't worry, Liam. A lot of girls have a few stray whiskers as she plucked them away with a pair of pink tweezers. The chair he was seated on spun around and with a lot of dramatic flourish, Amelia turned him so he could face her. She forced him to tip his head back and she made him close his eyes so she could apply the midnight black eyeliner. Remembering every detail this nearly traumatic event. Liam stared off into the blank space of the bar as he told Shannon all about it. Even now, even how Amelia had smelled. It was hard for him to admit, 
but he did enjoy being that close to her. Liam's breathing became heavy as he recalled that his eyeshadow came next. Then it was a flurry of activity as Amelia applied and blended various colors, saying, This will really make your pretty eyes pop. He remembered the eyelash cur curler being a bit frightening. It was a strange, tortured-looking device, moving ever closer to his eyes. Shannon stopped him and asked, How did she put on your mascara? Liam was a bit taken aback by her apparent curiosity, but took a pause and shared that humiliating experience with his fiancée. He told her that Amelia took the little brush and vibrated it back and forth, letting each layer dry before applying the next. When Shannon just smiled a little mysteriously, he continued, Amelia told me that I needed to have a bit of color on my cheeks and she made me smile. The last thing I wanted to do at that moment. Shannon smiled. That must have been so embarrassing for a tough, manly man like you. How did it make you feel, lover? I guess the soft brush felt so nice, though. It was humiliating the whole process, whined Liam. Liam squeezed his hands into tight fist at the emasculating memory. I hope you enjoyed our audio. Links for buying the complete version are going to be available right in the description for this episode. I hope you'll allow me to play PBS for a second. Uh, one of the things I'm really hoping for is to get some subscribers to allow me to continue having amazing voice actresses read these audios. Why should you pay for that if you're getting it for free? Well, this is what French Exchange, or at least a snippet of French Exchange, sounds like when read by our very talented native French-speaking voiceover actress. Oh no, silly. They are French men's underwear. She beamed. They are for you. Um, I don't think they're men's objected Luke as he held up a pair and noticed a distinct lack of fly. Why, sure they are, silly, giggled Hélène as she showed Luke one of the tags written in French as if he could read it. They don't look like any man's underwear I've ever seen. Oh, and you are now the expert on fashion, non? No, I guess not. It's what all the hot French guys are wearing now. But perhaps your American women don't like sexy French guys? All right. I found that pretty sexy. Now here's the same scene if I read it because I can't afford to hire a voiceover actress. Oh no, silly. They are Frenchmen's underwear, she beamed. They are for you. Er, I don't think they're men's, objected Luke as he held up a pair and noticed a distinct lack of fly. Well, sure they are, silly, giggled Helene as she showed Luke one of the tags written in French as if he could read it. Uh, they don't look like any men's underwear I've ever seen. Oh, no? And now you are an expert on fashion? No? Uh, no, I, I guess not. It's what all the hot French guys are wearing now. But perhaps your American women don't like sexy French guys. All right. I hope that we never actually ever have to have that happen. But I don't have that big of a back catalog of audios. 
I do have a lot of stories, but without being able to hire a good and talented narrator, that could happen very easily. You can find a link in the description for the for uh, Anchor where you can donate a buck or two. If you're enjoying this show every week, just contribute a little. I would really appreciate it. Uh, regardless, I'll be back next week on Monday with a new audio, and I will see you then. <laughs>